Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Hey, guys. Michael Malice here. Be sure to check out my weekly podcast, You're Welcome with Michael Malice, now on Podcast One. You might know me from my terrible Twitter, my horrible books, or the nonsense I spout on podcasts like Rogan and Glenn Beck. It's all there. Are you black-pilled or white-pilled for the future of the UK? What is a man? <laughs> what is a man? What is a no? What I, is the, I, are you white pilled or black pilled? No seriousness, girl. No, no, no. I love the Jesse Lee piece of question. The fact that you discovered that gives me hope for some of the things that I've still got that are missing. Well, if you need James G. Blaine's autograph, you are welcome to it. Of course, being the co-author of How to Have Impossible Conversations makes you the perfect guest for this train wreck of a show. Uh, I, <laughs> new episodes are available every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and wherever you get your podcasts. You are welcome. This is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let me show you how. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on and welcome to Ace on the House of Man Quirrell. That's Stromer over there. Get it on. Hey, man. Hey, did you go to Vegas? Yes, baby doll. Look at my t-shirt. Bam. Oh, you're wearing a shirt. I'm wearing a shirt from Deuces Wild from the Aerosmith show. Oh, my God. Didn't even get a free swag. I had to buy it. Your wife did all she the did, set decoration she, no, she and did the, crea- the creative direction of the show. Oh, she I'm, directed the entire project. I'm sorry for rounding down. Yeah, it, no. She, please help me understand yes, sir. what all that entails. Okay, so that means that the management or the label calls her and says, we need a show for Aerosmith. Make it. So mm-hmm. she comes up with a creative concept. She hires all the production designers. She hires lighting, pyro. She hires all the stage managers and designs it creatively, figuring out how to do the set list. Figuring and, out- and, and I guess once you get a few of those under your belt, you become sought after. You're sought after. She's doing James Taylor next week there in Vegas, and then she's got one in China for she Franco Dragon. For uh, Taylor, she's using the same pyro guy, or she's using a new guy? Well, they lit James's hair on fire, unfortunately. <laughs> in <they had> 1973. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't recovered. Uh, nope, sure hasn't. Um, I've seen fire, and I've seen rain. Yeah, I've seen right. fire on my head. <laughs> Um, I know I was walking, I was going to a party at Kimmel's yeah. one night yeah. I was like walking down a street and yeah. some old guy like was coming up the street and he like kind of, we're walking for Kimmel's gate and he kind of slid in front of me yeah. and then he like tripped on the step a little bit and I was like, huh? And it was James Taylor. <laughs> James Taylor, one of the, quietly, one of the purest voices. Purest voices, sweetest man. 
and like just a wonderful human being. Here is my question. Yes, sir. Um, my question for you and your honey bunny Uh is I got to imagine that Aerosmith says, here's our set list or I'm not going to tell you the order and I'm not going to tell you what to do on, you know, visually what to do on stage, but here are the songs we want to play. Well, here's the, the origin of this set list comes from Amy went into the archives in Boston. They've got all of their old archives and she digitized everything and got all these, um, you know, what they're called is the uh, stems. So it's all the original master recordings of all the records and songs they've ever recorded. And then she gave those to a guy named Giles Martin, who's George Martin's son, who did Beatles Love. And he created a track in, in the intro using all those old stems and then all the imagery. And they actually even found the old touring wagon on mm. on one of those what's that show where those guys pick American Pickers found the old original mm-hmm. Aerosmith touring van restored it she integrated that into the whole presentation and then from that was born the set list and how can you pick well between I, dudes dude looks like a lady and sweet emotion all these other songs no that I I know so I'm, many I'm just saying as a fantastic artist myself yeah well duh with tons and tons of bits and material yeah how do you pick. I and if I handed it off to somebody and then they said, "Here's your set list. Here's yeah. your ninety minute set list sure. of comedy," I would kind of go, uh, "I don't want to." Well, there's I a lot like that one. Absolutely, a lot of that. Oh, it's okay. a give and take. It's not like I'm I'm the commander. All right, well, we got a big question. Yes, sir. The big question. Did I have sex with my wife? Is did they play? Oh, sorry. Toys in the attic. Duh. And or rats in the cellar. No rats in the cellar, but toys in the attic. Okay. But that doesn't mean they're not going to switch it out because they're going to be there for a year on and off. It's a day on, day off show because Steven's got to, you know, recover from that. And that guy is pumping that stuff out of his out of his vocal cords. It's just intense that he can do that. I, I say this. 70-something years old, and he's killing. Is he 70? God, he's so good on stage at that. Like, I, I can't believe this guy. I'm not, uh, I don't mean this as a pejorative. 71 years old. Um, but people go there to make money and sort of get off the road. Like I don't like, first off, I don't do this thing where it's like, Oh, this guy's a comedian. There's your rock band. And he's doing this corporate gig to get paid. It's like, yeah, he's doing his corporate gig to get paid. Right. Like people work. Right, I, I, don't, I don't like judging. No, you know what I mean? Like, thank like, God that's available. Like, to like, it's a money grab. Right. Like, well, that's not a money grab. Someone's writing you a check, yes. you know, like yeah. putting a roof on someone's house. is not a money grab. It's right. I would like a roof on my house. 100%. Give me $33,000. You it. know, that's not a money grab. No. So, I don't judge, but I'm saying when Aerosmith goes, we're going to go to uh, Vegas for a year, they're going, we're doing it to get paid. Yeah. And and we, we're just going to live in a huge rented house in Henderson for <laughs> a year? Like, where do we... You know, I'm not sure. I, I know they've been staying in their hotels, respectively, while we, while we did... Don't f- you, do you... Do you feel this way? Yeah. As a guy who has... Uh, Traveled the highways and the byways. <laughs> I don't want to confuse you when limit no, no, you by no, just There's highways. two possible routes. To I've traveled and the highways and the byways of this great land of ours, this great nation, this great nation, and beyond. Yeah, and you know, played every Indian casino and got the whatever suite 
Yeah, you did. Uh, and and you may have plummeted your delightful tender body into the, never, into the hot tub. Never, never once. But, and not because of germs, just because of low self-esteem. Like, hey. Me climbing out of the yeah, deep like, tub. Yeah, like, you're not Wayne Newton. <laughs> Get out of that tub. But I've walked around. Yeah, yeah. And you go in that, you go in that big suite. Yeah. And no matter what, it never feels like more. It seems like, it seems like three days before you hang yourself in there. Like I, you can't, it's such a I, weird, no matter how nice yes. it is, it's a weird artificial environment. However, there are suites in that town that are unbelievable apartments. Yeah. I guess just like a full blown apartment full with on, the craziest like, view you've ever seen. Craziest view you've ever seen. And then, you know, full kitchen. I mean, beautiful facility. Yeah, I get it. I still, but, I still you know, have still, that weird... a lot of those people, you know, a lot of the acts have flown in and out daily because they they want to sleep in their own home like in la they'll fly to burbank or whatever gonna, but i think I'm, they're staying there. i'm gonna throw a business a uh, architectural thing out there and yeah. you, you you tell me i'll include gary and matt into okay. this equation yeah. as well see what you think first uh, i want to thank uh sponsors for this show holidays are here and we get to stuff our faces and shop but uh there's a must-have tool you need to cook your meals and make makes a perfect gift as well meter Smart meat thermometer. It's a perfect gift. I can't get it for anyone because they already have a meter and they've had it since before they sponsored this show. Tracks the temperature of your meat and lets you know it's ready to uh, come out of the oven or the air fryer or the smoker or off the grill. It's great because you, you plug it into the meat. You get the uh, you get it on your smartphone. You get the app. Now you can go back inside and watch TV and crack a cold one, man. Couldn't be better. Guesswork. Or make a run to the Trader Joe's or whatever. Take the guesswork out of the temperature of the meat, for crying out loud. Oh, man. Monitor, prime rib, chicken, smoke, smoke pork shoulder, all in the app. And it comes with a cloud service for limited range. So you could be in the store <sighs> checking on your meat. It is um, an amazing piece of technology. Perfect tool for holiday cooking and the perfect gift. Right, Gary? It's not too late to get your gifts. Head over to meter.com and shop the most wished for gift this season. That's M-E-A-T-E-R.com. Happy holidays and happy eating. Um, when I went over some years ago, when I went over to uh, Howard Stern's apartment, I don't know they call them apartments. We call them condos. Sure. I don't know why. It's a it's an apartment you own sort of is a condo to me, but in New York and Manhattan, so is apartment. Yeah. Um, so I went to his apartment that he owns and it's like, God, it's on like the 37th floor of the whatever building across from central park and his bathroom, I guess off the bedroom. It, I don't know if it's like the master bath or, or not the master bath, but entry bath, whatever. But one of his bathrooms right. is floor to ceiling glass. On the other side, you're looking at the Hudson River. Wow. And you're, it's floor to ceiling glass. So it's like you're sitting on the commode and your left knee is like seven inches away from, you know, jumping off one of the twin towers that's on fire. Like it has that weird kind of. Yeah. And then I could imagine it's, it's cool when you're walking around looking at the view and everything, but I don't know, going to bed with your head, uh, you know, 37, floors off the ground like every night like that's where you live you live in the air you live you know 
uh, 37 floor. I mean, you live you know, you 400 what, feet in the air. You know what else is weird about it? Because I lived in a high rise for a couple of years and, and you have to have a, a relationship with the tenants when you're riding up and down the elevator. That's right. It get, it turns into a social thing that you not, might not necessarily always want to do. You. It's like, you yeah. Know? So That's it's the, the coolest place me. in the world, yeah. but I don't know for me. Like, I want to walk out in the backyard and throw the tennis you ball. You want to put your feet on the, on the new turf get in that pool, hang those Tommy Johns on the side, do I'm your saying. laps, come on back in and do I'm your business, saying. right? Yeah. Do you guys, does anyone have feelings about that? Would it feel weird? Not for me. Not for you. you I, you're a, a high in the sky guy, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not. High in the sky is not for me. I I understand the appeal of it. I love New York. I would, I would love to live in New York, but I have my house is one story and I couldn't be, I'm coming from three and I couldn't be happier to be all right. on one level. Right. Really? It's great. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. Oh, not for you. Not for me. No, <laughs> Sorry, no. 37 floors up, not yeah, for me. not for you. I get okay. it. I get it. New York's great. Yeah. Not for me. I'm, I thought you meant not for you, like not a deal breaker. But sorry, Matt. Go ahead. I feel like it's good for like a vacation. You can yeah. feel good for a couple days, but you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to live in Las Vegas. I you think, know what I mean? I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm always, well, I'm always I'm talking about how it's Well, no, I'm just saying theory. I just meant like living oh. up in, okay. in the party life. You don't want to be in Vegas for more than a weekend. You don't want to be in a high rise for more than a weekend. Howard, Apply it to how, New York, too. Howard Stern is up in the clouds with Shannon Tweed. Let's not forget. Mm-hmm. Is she still around? Shannon Tweed, playmate. Shannon Isn't that Tweed? his wife? No. Who's his wife? Beth. Oh, I thought it was... Who's Shannon Tweed? A playmate, right? Shannon Tweed... Why am I I thinking that he Uh, was uh, with her? You want to know why? Yeah. And then you're going to be considered racist after after we're done with this? Again? Good. Shannon Tweed (laughs) is a common law wife of Mr. Gene Simmons. Oh! Another tall Jew. (laughs) That's why you're racist. And that's why you're happy to be sitting next to me. Because if you were sitting next to Dr. Drew, this would take years to figure out. <laughs> Who? Shannon Herringbone? No, no. Tweed. I know. It, it would just keep going it and really going. It really would. So oh, that's what it is. They got, did they officially get married? Yeah, it looks like in 2011, at least according to Wikipedia. They were together for like 21 years before hey, speaking they got of, married. Speaking of married, I'm married to these Danner boots. Oh, nice. All right. So what are you working on, Stromer? Well, I got a, a, a big old redwood, clear redwood fence in a huge motorhome park on PCH. Have you seen these places where you can have a beautiful motorhome? They're now building them two stories. This guy got this motorhome for 50 grand. You're Plays saying tw- motor home, but not mobile home? Mobile, sorry, mo- mobile home. So it's a mobile home park on PCH between Temescal yeah. and Topanga. Uh-huh. The house is fifty grand. He pays twelve hundred bucks a month rent, and then the house up on the hill behind it's like three and a half, four million bucks. Same view, right? Two story, beautiful. It looks like a little uh, blue home, full Rockford Files, full style. Rockford Files. But like, what a deal for a, a, a guy and a wife and a you know a small family. If you don't need a yard, it's great. Or how's, if you're retired, so emotionally, anyway. how's it working for you? Like, uh, you're at a party, you're with your wife, yeah cocktail party yeah somebody says to your wife what do you do and she says i'm art director stage director choreographer set design for a little band called aerosmith Aerosmith, in vegas and then and i turn to you and i go some of the dog-eared one by (laughs) is warped yeah Yeah, it's coming off i gotta it's a mobile home i I gotta replace some of those boards i think it's great man i love it i always fine i I met amy years ago back when you know 
none of us were anything, right? We were yeah. both trying. And she, and her, her and I have both had these crazy trajectories. And it's mm-hmm. nice to have somebody who can bring in that kind of bacon, but then she can stop and I can do my thing. It works out okay. I don't mind. I, I got to tell you, when I hear... There's a there's a whole bunch of stuff like we do stuff in our society which is like you know after after you eat Chinese food you get hungry again like yeah. two hours later it's like no I'm not right. I go to eat Chinese food I order the ribs the short ribs I order the chicken and the snow peas I get a mound of rice I just pile everything I you give me sweet and sour pork or the shrimp whatever I end up eating too much Chinese food because. I always over order. Like you're sitting there and you're like, let's get some pot stickers. You get some pot stickers yeah. and you go, oh, I want right. Oh, you want pork fried rice? Oh, we'll just get both. Get two. You get you're a pork fried like a You're going to be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gorge myself yeah. and I'm not hungry two hours later yeah. anymore. And I'm not hungry eating Italian food two hours later or barbecue. Like right. I eat a lot of Chinese. But anyway, yeah. the stupid thing. <laughs> the other one I'm tired of is. Well, you know, she's uh, she's making more than him, yeah. and uh, that that's a lot of pressure on a fella. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> if Lynette made more than me, I'd be the happiest guy on the fucking planet. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be like I'm I'm feeling a little uh, like uh, like you're talking down to me. We you said hand me that avocado, but it was your tone. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. No, but no. I would love that. I I don't know a guy who doesn't love that. No, it's fantastic. Are you crazy? It's It's the greatest thing ever. It's like my roommate makes more than me and is paying for shit. Yeah. Jesus, goddamn Christ. Who who floats that theory? It's a weird theory. I've been been married for 21 years, and, you know, we've had – sometimes it's like, do you have a job? No. Do you? No. And then we both go like, oh, fuck. We don't have jobs, right? And then, Or then she gets a huge job, or I get a huge job, or – you know, thank God, it's been a team effort. We've we've been very blessed. All right, so yeah. you're bothered by it, but not that much. I'm not bothered at all okay. by it. I love. I'm grateful. <laughs> Are you yeah, crazy? You Jesus. All right, uh, <laughs> Kalen, go clean some drawers out, buddy. I need some. Cl- yeah. I need some uh, chip bag clips, man. It's driving me nuts. Uh, <laughs> Who is this? Uh, you got Nate's cup. Oh, Nate's. Uh, I didn't Nate's out of town. I'm, the cups, by the way, here at Corolla Digital, all have people's faces. I had no idea who this was. It was a. It was a. A weak-willed attempt to get everyone to rinse their mugs out. Can I? I don't have a face cup. Yeah, it's true, right? You have to, doesn't have one. You got to be uh, here a couple of years. Or? We had a fan artist make this. It may have been before uh, you were a regular. It was interesting. It was before your time. I'm not sure why Nate's mug made its way here, but uh, I, I <laughs> will the not. Problem with the faces on the mugs, <laughs> huh? I said, hence the whole problem with the yeah. faces when on the, the mugs. People, when the people get fired, do you do you systematically just throw them on the ground and break? That them? was the idea. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> it's like a Jewish wedding. <laughs> All right. Opa. Let's see. So you're working on some dog-eared redwood doing fencing. Doing some beautiful down redwood fencing beach. down by the beach, which is beautiful. What are you doing for stringers? Uh, I'm not. What do you mean, stringers for a fence? I got another. I'm just using all framing, clear well, redwood. Yeah, I know. You're, you're going skinny. Across. Yeah, but so I'm doing here's, it, I'm, all right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk. Okay. Can we talk? Please. As Joan Rivers would say. Co- coffee talk. <sighs> a lot of times when people build a fence, yeah. they take four by material four by posts and yeah. they like sink it That's, into the ground can i explain my process for you please would you like to know and then they take t- two by fours and they lay them flat they That's, put, a, they put one like you, a foot from the top can i the, explain my process warp, warps go ahead i'm doing exa- i'm doing exactly that 
you don't like this posts, dude posts no he's good he's good it's every it's we, we did posts every four feet no yeah it's only a 20 foot run every four foot every four foot right and in the then, in the cement yeah in the ground yeah, yeah in the ground i don't know four foot feels close well i wanted it to have rigidity and i didn't want it to sag as you were implying that i was going to do you're, you're trying <laughs> yeah <laughs> So then I throw in the I throw in the members on top and bottom, frame members on top and bottom, and then we're running it horizontally for that mod vibe. And we're doing oh. we're doing one by we're doing one by oh eight, you're doing horizontal horizontal one by eights and one by threes so that they're oh, going to sort that of be look. that vibe right. It's got because uh-huh. the 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 motor home has that mid century look to it. And how when I talk and when I'm talking about motor homes. These look like blue homes. I mean, yeah. this is not a your traditional motorhome park. It's unbelievable mm. what it is there. I can't believe that people have, have these properties. There. How high is the fence going up? I'm just doing six feet because they won't let you go higher. What are you using to attach it? The redwood. Uh, I did. Uh, we just buried them right in the hole. No, but what are you doing to attach the fencing? Oh, I'm just going to uh, countersink and just screw angularly, and then when we grow, go in to attach our siding, I'll just nail gun them with, with uh, you know. Hold on. You're going to put the the two-by, the stringers. The, the, two stringers by are go, the stringers are going in flat, top and bottom, and yeah. then I'm putting a vertical member in between. Yeah, yeah. And then as like I, a trimmer, yeah. And yeah. then and then I'm going to go ahead and uh, use you know those little tiny countersink screw heads that are yeah. star key mm-hmm. that bury nicely into the wood that you yeah. don't have to pre-drill. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use those. Let's not let that wood cup. No, I don't want it to. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. I'm interested in. Let's see if you can look this up. But when you're doing the four by four pose. And then you're running the two by four across to nail everything too, like a foot down from the top and right. a foot up from the bottom. <clears throat> One of the problems is like when it rains, the water just kind of sits on it and then it starts to sag a little in the middle between the two posts, although four foot's pretty close. But I'm ho- listen, hold I'm ho- on, oh, hold for on. God's sake. Gary, here's what I'm trying to figure out. Did they say take those? pieces and angle them a little bit like down to the back like a little bit of drainage so to speak i know it doesn't give you a, a totally square shot at the front but a little angle well back. if one were to you know create a parallelogram mm. with that two by four big words that would be badass that would make a, a huge difference because you don't want to have you, you want to have a flat you mean take the front and put on a table saw Exactly, and right. then create parallelogram right, right. that way, right? But so couldn't, it's slightly angled. Couldn't one That's a great idea? Actually. Couldn't one? And, but now we're getting into like building a piano outside. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like yeah. it's too much work. Right. But what I'm saying is, is couldn't one take that two by four? Yeah. That's a stringer running in between the two four by four posts. Yeah. And give it just a little tilt, just a little tilt, just a little like you know when they do a patio, yeah, a little drainage, so yes. to speak, so the water didn't. Sit there. I don't know. I don't know. But what I would rather is. do that and cut off one of the sides. In no, that I'm with you because you're better than everybody. You know. But I'm saying, if you gave it just a little <laughs> tilt, you wouldn't really have to bother with that parallelogram. You hate my word. That's parallelogram. a good. It's a strong word. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't see you milling all that. Well, stuff. but it's I, such a small run. It's only twenty oh, feet. All right. Why not? 
All right, have it's you done idea. it yet? No, now I think I'm going to do it. All right, so you get your table saw. Yeah. And uh, you turn the blade a little bit That's of it. an angle, and That's you just you go zero to, through to whatever you want. Three sixteenths or something. Because if we do both sides, then I can yeah. I can get a flat edge on the inside, yeah. too. You don't do both sides. The inside will go in. That's fine. Just do the outside. Yeah. Just do that outside part. But I still got to attach my 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 uh, my horizontal one by onto it, and I don't want it to sit on there weird. No, do the front side. Are you you're doing we're, the we're back side? Do, hell no, we're not doing the back side. All right, well then leave the back side alone. Yeah, rip the front rip side. Rip the front side. Make it flat. Flush it up. Yeah, right. There you go. Pretty. And make sure and explain that to the owner so they know what the hell we're doing. Yeah, but you got to pass that along. Yeah, like, that's, that's a, a good, little. That's a little extra later. And I can use the word parallelogram in a motorhome. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, did you find out anything about that? Uh, recommendation for that no not really i'm i'm having a little trouble coming up with do you have a suggestion of what exactly one would google google dog ear redwood fence um two by four stringers see what comes up boy that that clear redwood is not cheap either Oh no! God, man, it's just coming up with products from Home Depot. Expensive. Hmm. Um, what do you do? Do you write like uh, uh, can, dog ear redwood fence? How about uh, construction or building or something like that? See if something pops up. One How about those, parallelogram stringer to prevent water <laughs> don't, don't puddling do on the top? Don't do it. I like it. I used to. You know, my biggest, the most work I ever had. Yeah. Can I tell you the most work I ever had? <laughs> okay. The most work I ever had yeah. was I was uh, living in a house in La Cunada. That's a nice town, by the way. Oh, sorry. I like it there. Sorry. La Crescenta. That place sucks. <laughs> I, <laughs> I screw it up. So I moved to the good one, but yeah. I used to be poor and yeah, lived no, in a house. No, that place, and that's terrible. <laughs> I lived in that house with three dudes yeah. and <clears throat> in... Uh, early 94. I don't know when the, the, the big, the big Northridge quake was like February 94 and it was right in the San Fernando Valley and everyone in the San Fernando Valley, all the walls in between their yards were block masonry walls and everybody's block masonry wall just, just fell over. And it just fell over, and nobody wanted to replace it with another block masonry wall because they didn't want it to fall over again, and it was expensive, right. and blah, blah, blah. So I was getting calls to do dog ear redwood fencing, six sure. foot. And so I would be at, like, the Home Depot picking through. You know, they'd, they'd have a pallet of those things, but yeah. a lot of them were, like, cracked or busted or right. propellered or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, right. I was just, like, just picking through this huge pile of these things, stacking up 300 of them on my push cart, right. push them out to the party, load up the back of my Zuzu Trooper with, like, just a pallet of yeah, these yeah. things, and then just stringing hundreds of feet. Just hundreds of feet of right, this shit, right. and it's like it's like uh, ply, the plywood business in Florida when there's a hurricane, right? Right, it's just people go nuts. And I was like, 
making decent money because I could kind of bid it out. Did and you use the? Foot. Have you used the two man auger for the post hole digging? Oh no, oh. I was just digging the shit Dude, myself like that an idiot. Is a that's a game changer. Oh really? Oh my god! You rent it. Rent it in five minutes. You get the hole dug twenty twenty six inches. You don't out. find it to be a little gay. No, it's just you so and the other good. fella it, listen, holding the big backs, auger, it, the big and, phallus, and then listen, down and occasionally and, you stop and then you do one of those brushes across slow the floor, motion. slow motion. And then you hear like a guitar. And fart. then you're like, oh, this is good. And he's like, yeah, man. Like, you want some water? It's a game changer. <laughs> and he pulls out a big wooden ladle and he puts the water over his head. Yeah, yeah. Slow motion. There's and a then, tight and shot on and you. And then pours honey on me. Yeah. Cut to bees chasing me That's through the right. motor park. All right. Let's shift gears here. At some point, I got a post hole digger, the kind you like the scissor thing that yeah. you drop in That's and a like waste pinch. of time. It sucks. Awful. But listen, the gay post hole digger is oh, so man. awesome. You How big is that auger bit? Oh, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah, it? It's that big. It's a big hands. Is it like Ron Jeremy, big. <laughs> yeah. How- John Holmes, like no, no, and it's no. between those two. <laughs> so it's about ten and a ten. It's got to be. It's got to be about a ten, in, nine, ten incher. Exactly. How big, Gary? <laughs> how big? Don't is, answer that, Gary. How big is John Holmes' how penis? Big, and how does that compare to the auger I rented? How big is the auger when you rent a post hole digging auger? I bet it's. I bet it's more like. I no, it's, it's more like seven or eight. It's eight inches. Eight. Eight, Eight or ten. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's more like 12 inches. No, it's too big. Okay, 10 inches. I bet you it's could 10 inches. get 12, but for a four by four post, I don't think you'd go 12 inches. Well, we got it and it was eight inches. How, how deep do you go with that? Eight inches is the first one I found. All right, there you go. All right. Oh, you go real deep. <laughs> <laughs> And are you mixing up the kind of No, I there? poured it right in. I poured in the pea gravel. Then I poured, I put the post in. Then we leveled it. Then I dumped the, a little bit of water in there, dumped the bag in, more more water, dumped the rest of the bag in, oh. one bag a hole. So you're doing the bag mix in the hole <laughs> yep. move. And it's fucking awesome is how that, easy it is. Are you using a bag of post hole cement or whatever it yeah. is, like pre-mix, yeah. whatever? You used to have to mix it up separate and then just bucket Dump it, it in. Right. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. I, I mean, listen, if you want to do a fence, rent the post hole digger, get your gay friend and get the bag of, of single you know, mix stuff. And it literally took me four hours to set like 12 posts. Wow. Yeah. You know, it was great. And I got tan. Look at me. I'm gorgeous today. Look yeah, at me. Yeah, man. Right? Bronze. Gorgeous. Yeah. Huh? No. Sunkiss. <clears throat> Sunkiss, for God's sakes. All right. Uh, anything about the stringers, Gary? I'm still reading. There's certainly nothing that is precluding your idea, but I'm not seeing anyone expre- explicitly. What are they saying? Like, what are they? How are they? How are they asking you to attach those two by four stringers onto the four by four post? Are they saying we got a clip? Like, there's a little piece of. Simpson hardware. There's a, there's a piece of Simpson hardware for it that that terminates at an end, so it's not so the little ears aren't hanging over right, like right. when you do deck stringers. Right, right. So yeah, I, I have some of those, but I, I opted just to toenail it with screws. Toenail it with screws. Go in at an angle, <laughs> yeah. but then you're also putting in what we would call a trimmer. Yeah, uh, a piece vertically yep. against the post. Exactly. Okay. 
There'll no. be and Rex I'm getting tw- and I'm getting twenty foot material, so there'll be there'll be no seams. You're getting twenty foot, yeah. One by one by six and one or one by eight and one by three. And you're getting milled at twenty it, feet. They come twenty feet. It's at stock. You can get them at twenty feet. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, there's no. It's perfect. It's going to look like a you know just a non seam beautiful fence with varying horizontal uh, widths. You you know sixteen foot. On one by is pretty damn long, but 20 feet. 20 feet. People, I don't think people really realize what 20 foot is. Like, I mean, people, you know, people live in a house with a vaulted ceiling that's yeah. like 13 feet. Right. You'll, they'll go, they'll go, oh, our living room, we got a sunken living room with yeah, 20 yeah. foot ceilings. Right. And I'll go, eh, no, it's not, probably it's not 20, <laughs> about 12. <laughs> but 20 foot and yeah. one by three? Yeah. Oh my God. Right. I am shocked. It's going to be glorious. Wait I'm till you see it. I'm not dismayed, but I'm shocked. You want me to have a picture taken next to the post hole digger for you? I'm for good. the calendar? Yeah, <laughs> for the calendar. We've got to get a calendar. What about the ladies? Why can't we get a calendar? Six, it can be you and I splitting eight pages, and then Matt and Gary obviously can do January and, and April. You ever right? see, like, I always like the, the greatest thing about gay porn. <laughs> Trying to figure I want out. Matt. Here's what I want for Matt. Here's the picture. You ready? Just go with Fond me. Fond Yep. So you're gonna. He's gonna be putting up some crown mold. I'm standing up to show crown right. molding mm-hmm. with his t-shirt slightly as he raises. Up oh his yeah. Hammer, pulls up and exposes his buttocks. That's yeah. called the Matt crack. And he's looking back at you. It's That's a well-established phenomenon. What I'm at. <laughs> the greatest thing about the gay magazines is. <laughs> The chick magazines, the chick porno, you look at the Playboy spreads, it's not like the chicks are working. They're just lounging. You know what I mean? Like, I'm naked. Take a picture of me laying (laughs) down on a lounge chair. In repose, yeah. Uh, Yeah. You take a look at the gay dude stuff, that guy's bailing hay. They're doing This guy's a diesel mechanic. He's he's nude. Yeah. He's wearing boots and gloves and like a hat and sometimes protective eyewear, but his dick's hanging out. (laughs) But he's working. You know, like he's working on stuff. Yeah. And the chicks are just, the chicks, I I think, are being more intellectually honest, which is like, look, I'm naked and you're taking pictures of me. Let's not, let's call this what it is. Right. You didn't catch me at work. No. It's just a hot day on the farm, so yeah. I'm just naked. Or, yeah, <laughs> or a guy spinning spinning out plasma in a lab with a with a half coat, <laughs> junk hanging out. They don't have a lot of white collar jobs. Like no, what's this don't. guy? He's doing tax preparation <laughs> with a boner. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah, it's all blue collar. Yeah, it's a little elitist. You know what I mean? Like, hey, rich guy, you don't have to get naked. Yeah, yeah, no. No, but you you down there working on the on the What's sewer. This, this, need- this guy's a sought after oral surgeon, <laughs> but he's nude. <laughs> they don't do that. They don't. Why? They're always they're in I the farm. Know. They're working on a diesel. Maybe truck. that's where we can get Matt and Gary to get into their calendar vibe. Mm. They could be tax prep guys, nude, mm. or just even pod engineer guys. <laughs> They've never had a guy depicted that way. Wouldn't be the first time Matt was nude in this engineering. Oh, no, hell, hell, hell! So, um, yeah. So when I was young, yeah. somebody gave me this gay porn pamphlet. Yeah, it wasn't even a magazine. Yeah, it's called like like an, a wait or watchdog for a watch 
tower from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, but with dudes, <laughs> yeah. with boners. Right. And, it, <laughs> and they think it was called Cult Roundup. Yeah. And while I wasn't gay, and I didn't really, uh, uh, the pictures weren't erotic to me, yeah. I did find the humor <laughs> in a lot of the pictures. And there's two things that always st- stuck out at me. One is just the dude who was like working, bailing the hay yeah. or for, at the hayloft, right. but he was just naked. Yeah, I like I like that that he was working naked. But the other thing that I found interesting is on a few of them where I just turned to picture. Once in a while, you turn the page, yeah. and there's just a dude headshot, Hawaiian shirt, yeah. puka shells, yeah. and the dude's name was Clay. Yeah. And he's just like going, hey, man. And it's just a headshot. <laughs> Guy looks like Martin Cove, from yeah. like Karate Kid. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, Clay, you think you're so hot that yeah. I don't need to see your junk? <laughs> like, <laughs> you must think you're really yeah. the, uh, the, the, the cock of the bee's you're knees. The, bee's knees. The, cock of the walk of the cock, <laughs> the cock of the walk. I mean, either way, like I was funny that there were a couple of just straight headshots in there, no yeah. nudity. It's all and it's always seems to be very undersized cowboy hats mm, that are yeah. just sitting on the almost like a yarmulke. The kind that ice cream coming. <laughs> so I said, uh, I took this magazine and I'm like this pamphlet, uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, I can't really throw it away because no. it's funny and it's technically porn. Yeah, of course. And I took an oath. To never throw away porn, <laughs> but this is gay porn. You know what I mean? So what do you do with that? Oh, man. I don't know. I had to do some soul searching, and I was like, well, I'm just going to, I have a chair in my garage yeah. I'm living in, and I'll just slide it between the pillow and the chair frame. Now, and, did, and I did. did and you? then later on, my dad found it. <laughs> but he never said anything. So I'm assuming he just thinks I'm bi, or like, like you got to feel like your kid's struggling with his sexuality, right? Like, you don't. If you find gay porn in your 17-year-old son's garage... What do you say? You don't want to shame him. No. But you must assume... You can't... Here's what you don't assume. One of his jack-off buddies gave it to him like as a goof, and your son kept it for comedic purposes, but also... If you would have given me like a plastic half-gallon milk jug back down, I'd be like, oh, we got to save this. This is something. Uh, this is you don't throw away no stuff. No, that, that was like if you got a t-shirt or a hat or something, you'd wear it every you day. Always keep it. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I did. You ever come upon like the dumpster with like fifty magazines that somebody had enough of and threw away? That's how I yeah. originally acquired most of my. Will you know? It was always weird with yeah. that weird mildew smell. Yes. That's yeah. Right. Because yeah. the stuff would always be outside. Yeah. People would always keep it out in the forest. They keep it out in the corner, but then they said, I can't keep it anymore. Someone I've got to throw it, it away. Yeah. yeah. It's best. Yeah. Does Colt Roundup still exist, Gary? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have any questions, uh, Porcelain Punisher? Oh, yes, we do. As always, please email us your questions, aceonthehouse at adamcarolla.com, and check out the videos at aceontheroof.com. And uh, this one is from Larry in Chatsworth. Before I play it, it looks like uh, Colt Roundup may have gone uh, the way of the dodo. The first website that comes up, uh, interestingly, when you search Colt Roundup magazine is uh, (laughs) gayrodeohistory.org. So you're saying it went the way of the dildo? That's right. (laughs) Okay. All right. Here's our video question. (laughs) Bate, we have fun, don't we? Bate, we have a lot of fun over here, don't we, people? Yeah. 
Uh, here's my question. I built this fort for the kids about wow. 15 years ago. They've grown up, and we're repurposing it to a th- two-sided uh, cabana. Oh. So I'm ripping out the walls. Oh, that's a and good I idea. I want to put a floor down. would like to put <clears throat> tile, but there's a little bit of flex in the wooden floor. So we're wondering if you have any suggestions of what we can do to either reinforce the floor to make the tile work or an alternative uh, outdoor flooring solution. Thank you very much. Yeah, all right. So he's got this fun house, this rather large kid's house, playhouse he built in his backyard. It's got a raised foundation. It looks like he's two by six or two by eight floor yeah. joists and rim joists yeah. and some studs and skinned it with three-quarter ply. And, you know, if you put tile on it, it's going to pop. It's going to flex a lot, obviously. I'm not a <clears> – <throat> I mean, I know you can – put Hardy backer on there and screw the shit out of it. But I still feel like there's some flex there really kicks up the elevation. I'm, I'm sort of not in the ceramic porcelain rigid tile department. I, I'd like him to see what goes something else. I would too, unless he wants to add, well, what you could do is float an inch of concrete and then put tile on top of that. But that really, seems like a ton of work. It's a lot of weight. It like also really getting pretty heavy. It too. also feels like he's under, structured the playhouse with not enough posts yeah to keep it i I, I would i would work on weight um you have a three-quarter you have a three-quarter uh subfloor um you could if you're looking kind of for a fresh start uh with some vinyl tiles or some linoleum or some something some out indoor, outdoor, whatever. There's a million options. There, now. There's and there's a million, a million that look like tile. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. You could skin it with um, some masonite or something like that. It's not really an indoor, outdoor thing. But what I'm saying is, is there is a <clears throat> version of you skinning your three quarter if it's in bad shape with something with, eighth well, inch. Well, the masonite g- gives you the smooth purchase right, to then put right. down the vinyl that, so you don't get the dimpling. That's kind of what I'm saying. I would take something like uh, a masonite. I would check for some sort of exterior grade masonite or something like that. I would probably uh, l- lay down some subfloor uh, with like a notch trowel or something, put the masonite on it, and yeah. I would staple it. And you don't, yes, you don't. And the reason being, you don't want to ever screw into masonite because it puckers and then does exactly what you don't want it to do, which is dimple the floor above it. So I would, I would look at skinning it with something, eighth inch, quarter inch, whatever, three sixteenths masonite. Get it, get it nice, and then start looking into all sorts of cool exterior options but not a rigid ceramic tile all right unless you do an inch of concrete right float it danner boots born from logging and exploration danner specific northwest original we love these boots man every boot is handmade they hold up to unforgiving conditions the stronghold work boot 85 years of legendary quality and durability meets modern construction and technology materials these things are handsome they're strong Probably, I haven't checked, but I bet they have an oil-resistant soul. Yes! I like to think my soul is oil-resistant as well. And I got a steel shank. Anyway, uh, tomorrow's classic today. Stuff is handsome. You, You look like you know what you're doing when you're wearing these boots. Stronghold work boots. Find your local store. At Danner.com. That's D-A-N-N-E-R. Danner.com. This stuff is 
high quality. Go just go to Danner.com and take a look at them. How about that? Uh, we got an email question. Yes, we do. And again, please send them in. Ace on the roof at AdamCrolla.com. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. Some of the stringers they talk about are galvanized pipe, and then you put a clip on the back. Ooh. A little longer to install. Yeah. But good in the weather. A lot, a lot of those fence companies always use those, you know, the pipe with a clip construction because right. it doesn't ever rot. And right. it's impervious to having a callback. Right. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Matt. So this email's from Brian. Hey, Adam. Hey, Stromer. I just got a pine stockade fence installed by a reputable company, oh, but yeah. to my surprise, they did not do any sort of diagonal bracing on the gates. Ooh, that's bad. I asked them about them, and they said they don't do them. They said there are lag bolts in the hinges that keep it all straight. I'm very skeptical and was thinking about just doing it myself. What would be the best way to do this? Would I get some pressure treated one by and screw them directly to the vertical panels of the fence? Or would you go from the bottom horizontal cross member to the next yep. and have it float over the panels? That's Thank what you. I do. Um, do. So first off, they're using pine. So they're somewhere probably not out here because we would use uh, redwood or cedar. Yeah. Dog eared rough son whatever so yeah. we'd use something else so he's some part of the nation where's he from do you know does not say here in the email um all right i i do not like look so here's the answer you build this fence you build this outdoor fence everyone does everyone picture everyone picture this from their childhood okay you ready the gate that goes yeah one of your friends one of your friends like come to the backyard we're playing in the pool or come to the backyard we're around the back and then you do that thing where you go through the side fence and you have to lift it up and move it because if you pull on it it just drags on that weird lift like who hasn't lifted the fence and then like oh the latch doesn't oh you got to lift it right right when you close it you lift it you know like you have to lift it the goddamn lag bolts aren't going to stop it from sagging the lag bolts take up five and a half inches on the extreme side. What's happening? By the this guy way, says by, lag bolts. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm upset. And look, the po- I don't even think there's a post where the hinge is. Maybe there is. It's hard to, it's hard to see. If but there's the, not, the po- I want to kill that The point is, is we are talking about putting a diagonal cross member in the fence so the fence doesn't sag. Not We're not suggesting that the lag bolts are giving out and the thing is remaining um, sheer. We're looking for sheer strength. Right. Sheer strike. And we're not I'm saying sorry, the whole I'm thing sorry, is what? Sheer strike. Thank you. We're not saying that the whole thing is going to fall over. We're saying it's going to wilt yes. over time, which is exactly what all your friends dog run ones would do where you'd have to lift. They there is no okay. And by the way, that hinge has about an eighth inch of play in it up and down. Yeah. So the, that'll also participate in sagging. This guy's Look, it's going to rain a few times, a little time's going to pass, and then you're going to have to lift it. You know what drives me nuts, Stromer? What? When you see that diagonal, but it's going the wrong way. Oh, that's bad. I see that all the time. Well, explain to the people the way it's supposed to go. You could save this man heartache. Tell him. I got the hinge, let's say upper hinge to the right, and the gate latches upper to the left. And what you'd like is for the upper to the left not to sag down now it's not going to sag where the hinge is the further you get out i mean it's sort of like this all right the gate's three foot wide and you did a good job on it fine but what if the gate was 22 foot wide of course the end would just meet right it would sag immediately you wouldn't be able to close it once right right? so the further you get out the further the edge wants to sag that's right you put the diagonal from the bottom left corner up to the hinge 
how does that prevent the doesn't sag? Do anything. The sag has to go from the bottom hinge up to the top. So the corner. furthest point away from the hinge. Right. Yep. So run it that direction, and I agree with Stromer. You could run it on top. Yeah. Um, you know what I might but do? But I want to make sure that that hinge side has a post, and if it doesn't, then call those people back and get a post. Yeah, I agree. It it. I agree. And one thing I might do, I might use a piece of flat stock aluminum, like eighth inch by inch and a half or two inch and just surface mount it right yeah, onto that because it won't it won't corrode or it won't rust. corrode yeah. it's super it'll be rigid yeah. and it won't be it'll easy to work with easy to cut easy to drill and it doesn't have to be big chunker two by and four it's flat enough on the gate that it doesn't seem like it's coming into your space <clears throat> and the enemy of that gate is weight yeah you don't want to take a piece of treated two by material right. and slap it on the top that's just a ton of extra it's weight a good idea grab a piece of aluminum six foot long or cut it to the right length put the right angle on it yeah just drill one hole per per as it crosses the cross member. I like and just that surface idea. mount it because oftentimes you'll see cable too. People try mm. and do it with cable, but I like now, the flat. Do the stock flat aluminum. stock yeah. one and a half inch or two inch, and if you really want to go to town, yeah, let it in. Oh yeah, put it on there. <laughs> surface mount it. Draw a line where yeah. it crosses the thing. Yeah, get out your router and your chisel. Drop it in an eighth or three sixteenths and let it in. Hey, let it in. Let it in. All right. Hey, not Taco Bell material. My stand-up special. That's good stuff, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good stuff. You saw. You're it. a funny you, man. You, you, were you with us? You're, no, I did not I? come. But that is a fun. That's some funny bit. I love that. You're about good at you. this. You're good at this. You don't think about doing this stand-up. Stand-up. For a living. <laughs> <laughs> then what would you do? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, fences. It's available. <laughs> See, I tear down fences. Yeah. I build bridges. Yeah. You tear down fences and boundaries and you That's build right. bridges. That's right. I build bridges yeah, to you your do. neighbor's yard. Bless you. Chassis, two S's and Y.com, iTunes, Amazon. Go check it out and then uh, tell me what you think. Send yeah. me a tweet. If you don't like it, uh, if you don't like it, you're not. There's something wrong with you. It's good know. stuff. It's, it's good it's business. Pretty highly rated. I think you'll. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, live shows coming up this Friday and Saturday. San Francisco cops. Why shouldn't I work every weekend? I don't know why. Two shows Friday. Two shows Saturday. Doing stand up over there. So come on out, and say hi, and after each show, I'll come out, and sign some autographs, take some pictures, all that good stuff. Everything you want, you go to adamcroll.com and uh, find out our live dates and events. You can uh, check out Cold Case Files on uh, Podcast One and iTunes as well. Until next time, Adam Crow for Extromer Say Mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. 
All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couples retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in, watch free.